welcome to this week's podcast for St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. This week's sermon is from December 9th. This week's sermon is from December 9th, 2018, the second Sunday of Advent. The sermon is entitled, Go with Confidence, and is based on Luke chapter 3, verse 1 through 14. It was preached by Pastor Carl Copen. Well, I think it's safe to say that road construction seems to be a never-ending project in Illinois, right? I mean, it could be I-57, I-55, I-355, or the tollway 294, or even in our local community here. About a month ago, I traveled up to, I was going to the western suburbs, so I said, okay, I-355 be a good choice. Wrong. <laughs> It was not only construction, but cones and orange barrels all the way up and all the way back. You know, when a roadway is being constructed for the first time, a lot of work needs to take place. Earth movers knock down hills, they fill in gullies, they smooth everything out. At the same time, construction crews are uh, erecting the roads and bridges. And so this imagery in the gospel reading is pretty familiar to us. It's, it's depicting a more of a spiritual road construction project, a roadway, a highway to our hearts that we hear every year this time, either Isaiah's famous prophecy or from the gospels. The second Sunday in Advent is the second Sunday of the month, uh, uh, consideration of our theme of therefore go. And this month we're talking about therefore go with confidence. And so I thought it'd be good to take a look at the appointed readings and see the confidence that we have in this wonderful good news from God as we begin the season of Advent. So if you have a Bible with you, you can open up to the Gospel of Luke chapter 3, or got a Bible app, you can pull it open, or just use the what's in your bulletin here. In our reading we heard this, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked road shall become straight and the rough ways smooth. A highway, the way, the paths and the roads. Uh, John the Baptist is quoting Isaiah the prophet. The Old Testament prophet is talking about a people who are living in a strange land. The, the people of God have been captured by the Babylonians. Their, their cities, their beloved temple had been destroyed. They were taken far away as captives. And although Babylon was an advanced civilization of the time, as far as the Israelites were concerned, they might as well have been out in the desert like their great-great-grandparents wandering around for years and years. They were a long way from home, a long way from their beloved city, Jerusalem, a long way from the temple of God. And it seemed even a long way from God himself. They wondered and they cried out, how can we sing or how shall we sing God's song in a, in a strange land? Yeah, they were getting settled in Babylon, but it still was not their home. But they ended up in the situation really as a result of their own actions. They had been warned by God again and again by his prophets. They ignored the word of the Lord. They turned away from God's ways. Now they're paying the price, and they knew it. Isaiah was telling them that they were going to be going home, but some work needed to be done. Every valley filled in. 
Every mountain and hill made low, the the crooked roads made straight, and the rough places smooth. All the obstacles which which block the way back home and make the the trip difficult must be removed. God will reveal his glory and lead his people home. Now, I don't believe Isaiah was really talking about a modern roadway here. He's talking about preparing for the coming of God to lead them home. Their sin caused their exile in a strange land in Babylon. Now the crooked ways must be made straight. In the gospel reading, we heard how John the baptizer was out in the wilderness and used this passage. Much like Isaiah, he was calling the people of God to prepare the way for the Lord, right? To get the road ready for the coming of the Lord, the Messiah. Make it straight, make it level, make it smooth. What was once done in Isaiah's day is now being perfectly accomplished through Jesus. John isn't talking about making a freeway from one town to the other. He's talking about a path where all the obstacles have been removed for the coming of the Savior into our lives. He's urging them and he's urging us to make those rough places smooth in our lives. To fill in the hollows, to bring low the mountains and the hills that would prevent us from welcoming Jesus. John urges everyone to bring in the the heavy earth-moving equipment, if you will, to, to move away the obstacles, to level the path. But it's not heavy equipment at all, is it? It really is the simple gift of repentance. Sorrow for sin, desire to turn away from it, that is really what clears the way for the Lord. Repent, in other words, turn away. Turn away from the obstacles that, you know, that favorite sin that we know is wrong, but we enjoy it anyway. You know, turn away from the greed and the selfishness, from the turn away from the unkindness and the thoughtlessness. Turn away from saying those bad things about other people behind their backs. Turn away from the anger and the judgmental attitudes that cause harm to others. Turn away from laziness and a poor commitment to God and His church. Turn away from everything that is contrary to the way God wants us to live as His people. Everything that stands between God and us needs to be cleared away. Well, that's not an easy thing to do, is it? I mean, it's well near impossible. In fact, it is impossible for for us to turn our lives around by our own sheer willpower. Let's be honest. We enjoy certain sins, right? I mean, we're determined not to do something again, and yet, next thing you know, what are we doing? We're doing the very same thing over again. We can't help doing or saying or thinking in ways that are harmful or hurtful. All these things are part of our sinful human nature. It doesn't matter how hard we try to change something in our lives, it always seems to come back. No sooner than we think that an obstacle has been cleared away, then it springs up again. We fail. We sin. And here's the tough part. I mean, the more we come to know God, the more we are, the closer our relationship is with our Lord, the more we study His Word, the more we come before God's holiness and worship, the more we see the love of God has for us, the, the more we become aware of these sinful obstacles in our lives that prevent us from 
truly being the people uh, of God in this world, then the more we realize that we need God's help in leveling the hills, filling in the gullies through repentance. The coming light of Jesus Christ has a way of shining that light into our lives so we can see our sin and see what needs to be cleared up. I, I read a story. Uh, it was about an elderly church member that was suffering from poor eyesight. They had, they had cataracts, right? Uh, she couldn't see anything clearly, and she had to have surgery to remove the cataracts. And the story goes that a friend picked her up uh, and took her to the hospital and then brought her home. And when she walked into her kitchen at home, this look of horror came over her face because the place that she thought had been left clean and tidy, had flour on the floor, spider webs in the corner, a little bit of dried milk on the table, but she couldn't see it. She thought everything was fine. And now that she could see again, she realized that what she had thought was clean was actually a mess. That God given in faith in Jesus Christ opens up our eyes. We see the obstacles. We see the crooked paths that, that we've been traveling along. We see what needs to be cleared away. Much like the older woman, we as a people who belong to God have not by any stretch of the imagination lived as people who belong to God. That's where that word repentance comes in. That through the power of God's Holy Spirit, our eyes are opened, right? Daily we acknowledge our sin and turn away from it. Daily, we need to make those paths straight and make our relationship with God something that will affect everything we say and do. Daily, we need to repent, turn away from sin, turn our lives around. Now, talk of sin is pretty much a downer, isn't it? (laughs) But the reality is that we do sin. Every day, every hour, every minute is the truth that we need to hear. John the Baptist talked a lot about sin. He called people to repent, prepared the way for the Lord, even called uh, people that were listening to him vipers, you know, your brood of vipers. But he said more. He shouted out the message of God's grace and mercy. He told everyone that God was sending someone who's going to amaze them because he's the one God said would bring forgiveness. Now, what in the world does this have to do with our theme, therefore go, following Jesus, this month, go with confidence? Well, if we know our sin, right? If we know our Savior from sin, and especially if we know his forgiveness and his promise of eternal life, we can therefore go with confidence. Paul reminds us in 2 Timothy, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. God has given us that confidence. You know, God knows that we can't make the path straight ourselves. He knows that many times we have good intentions, but, but they fall short, right? I mean, our good intentions have fallen short because of that God has provided what we need to remove the obstacles in our lives that come between us and God. He's provided this roadway, this road maker who makes that path smooth, who fills in the gullies and, and flattens out the hills of sin and, and, and temptation. He has sent his son the way. He has sent the only one 
who can make things right again. He has brought us the tools of repentance and forgiveness and reconciliation. In Jesus, the Savior has come for you and me. Coming that first Christmas to bring peace to our troubled hearts and to our troubled world. Coming to deal with our sin. Coming to bring forgiveness and renewal into our lives. Saying to each one of us, I am the way and the truth and the life. If you want peace, if you want joy, if you want life, if you want love, I'm the one who can give it to you. I'm the only one. The only way to eternal life. There is no other way. He came to bring change in you and me. To change us from selfish and self-serving and thoughtless people to a people who let the love of God and their faith in Jesus overwhelm those sinful habits and do things that make a difference in the lives of other people. He came to give us power to enable us to be like him, to let that love, that let peace and patience and kindness and, and gentleness and Jesus flow through us into the lives of others. Because of that, we can therefore go with confidence. Confidence in God's love. Confidence in God's forgiveness. Confidence in God's mercy. Confidence in God's grace. Confidence in God's salvation. Confidence in God's eternal life, his gift. We therefore go sharing this good news with the world with confidence. Confidence in our good and gracious God and confidence in his promises. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. You can find this and other sermons at stpaulslutheran.net. Click on the Sermons button at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.